After Dark podcast is sponsored by HHNUnofficial.com, the home of Halloween Horror Nights news and rumors all year round. Find us on the web at www.HHNUnofficial.com. So stop the fog machines and clear the cobwebs. It's time for another episode of the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. A universal podcast for grown-ups from the After Dark and Connect world. There may be a few naughty words, so it may not be suitable for kids. Enjoy the show! Hello and welcome to another episode of That Universal Podcast. I am Nick, and on this episode I am joined by the wonderful Sinead. Hello! The simply stunning, he's a real hunk of a man, that's uh, Mr. D. Hello there, how are we? Oh, very fine, thank you, other than hay fever. Um, we will be joined later on by Craig, apologies, and we do have a special guest. Um, we have, from everybody's favourite Irish Disney podcast, the Mickey Waffles, Sinead, uh, sorry, we've already done Sinead, Kate. Hello, it's the other half of Sinead. <laughs> Oh, okay. Is that how it works? I always wonder. <laughs> There's only one schizophrenic person. Yeah, no, there isn't. exactly. Who said that? Um, Kate, it's a, it's a, it's a treat. Um, we obviously don't have you on as much as Sinead for, for various reasons, um, but it's always a treat to get you on our shows. So thank you very much for joining us this week. Thank you. I appreciate you allowing a second Irish person onto your podcast for the week. Well, no one can accuse me of being racist, at least not this month. Uh, you know, we'll see what happens <laughs> next month. Um, and we got you on. We'll give we'll give our listeners a, a kind of preview. We've got you on because, I mean, hopefully most people that listen to this also listen to Mickey Waffles. But in case they don't, Kate, what are you doing? What am I doing here? Who knows? Well, no, no, what are you doing later on? <laughs> what are you doing next year? Oh, I'm going to Disney World. Yes. Um, and while I'm in Disney World, I am also hoping to go to Universal. Yeah, exactly. But I have diddly squid knowledge about Universal. I know absolutely nothing to the point that when we were thinking about going to Universal, my boyfriend asked me, like, what rides do they have? And I was able to name like a good few, but I was like, hmm, actually, I'm going to have to look that up. I'm not sure. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so I'm hoping that you guys can help me have a good time at Universal and not wander in there like an absolute noob with my magic band and my Mickey ears on. <laughs> well, you know Diddly Squat, and we like to have a scale of uh, 1 to 11. Um, <laughs> so hopefully by the end of this episode, you'll be up to about a 4. That would be, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. A 4 would be good. Yeah, we'll see if we can get you up higher, but we'll see. We'll see. What's um, Diddly Squat on that scale then? Well, I mean, 1 really. Like, okay. Yeah. yeah, you can't. You know, she knows what it's okay. called, and yeah. she knows where it is. So I know yeah. it's it's two separate parks, and yes. then yeah. I need a two park ticket. That's about as 
That's about it. Well, do you? Do you need a two-part ticket? That or is the question. Well, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with yes because I know what's in the two parks. But <laughs> maybe you'll prove me wrong. I don't know. <laughs> Well, before we get stuck into that, let us first find out what everybody is drinking. And because he has decided to run flying through the doors like um, a deranged cheater, Craig, what are you drinking? Jesus, Mary, Joseph, and the wee donkey. I'm drinking Cherry Pepsi Max. Oh, that is such a disappointment. After all yeah, of that, it's a bit of an anticlimax, <laughs> really. It's about is as anticlimactic it as the as the last episode of that series of Line of Duty, which Craig is uh, replicating there. Um, Sinead, what are you drinking? I have got a thrilling Coke Zero. Thrilling. What it is to it is to me, it's exotic because it's Irish. So you know, it's technically not what I would be able to get myself here. You can't get uh-huh. Coke Zero. What? You can't get Coke I, Zero in the I, UK. Hang on. Stop talking shit. Shut up. You <laughs> can get Coke Zero in the UK. However, ours will be manufactured in Great Britain. I'm assuming yours is manufactured more locally. Yeah. What? Ballycool in Dublin 11. There I you actually go. went to the Coke factory on a school tour when I was in primary school, which will tell you an awful lot about the Irish schooling system. You have to. Did you ever go to that, Kate? No, we went to the doll. Oh, he went nice. to see where the Weetabix is made instead. Craig has been to see where the sausages are made. That's what happened last time I went to Universal. Um, that was Nick in the shower. I know a lot of kids that got to go to the Cadbury's factory before they shut it down to the public. Ooh. Well, put it this way. I went to the Whoa, shut it down to the public. You mean like Willy Wonka? Yeah, exactly. There well, was an incident and then that was it. Now they only make chocolate without anyone's eyes seeing it. We have Cadbury's World in Bourneville. Well, that's nice. I've Cadbury's been there. Factory. It's awful. What are you talking about? I loved it. I thought it was great. Oh, you can't, again, they block everything. All the exciting stuff you want to see, they put up behind white walls. So There's can't... a little ride that's like knockoff Peter Pan. It is awful. <laughs> it's so fun. Absolutely awful. Um, Mr. D, save the day. I'm drowning my sorrows. I've got um, a bottle of beer, a bottle of Estrella. Oh, why? What happened? Scotland, man. What? I haven't um, watched it. I've been in Ch- the Czech Republic. Huh? To, to uh, be Nic- fair, Nicholas Sturgeon, Nicholas Sturgeon is demanding a replay well, so we get the right result. You He's won't. got absolutely slaughtered. It's, it's, look, the thing oh, is. Two thing nothing is. isn't slaughtered. It's, <laughs> it's, it's soundly. It is considering thrashed. how he has played. Look, yeah. look. I like that two of the two of the best players in the Czech Republic team have played for West Ham this season. And I would have quite happily told you, Mr. D, that they would have walked all over you. In the same way, I would expect them to walk all over us as well. If I'm honest. Mm-hmm. That Czech Republic, they're they're a dark horse of the tournament. I you know, I think you can hold your head up high. You didn't play badly. Uh, you had a very uh, very tough fight in your hands. So uh <sighs> getting drunk on Friday in a while. Yeah, wow. that's that, that's uh, that's to be expected. Um, I'm going Kate, to be in a room with nine English, and I'm the only Scotsman it. watching that game. Oh, I'm yeah. going to smash the place up. I'm going to wreck it, no matter what. When I lose, I'm trashing right, it. <laughs> uh, I'm not, not really. Okay, what are you drinking? Uh, just water. It's too hot. I can't drink anything it's else. It's so hot. It has it? to be water. I might die. <laughs> it's so <laughs> Is it? too warm. 
is it Irish water or UK water? Just for Irish me. water. The fuck okay. Water. Of course, it's Irish water. You're talking about. Um, I this this day reminds me. I think it was about two years ago. And it's I don't a water know, related story. No, it was Jesus. about two years ago, roughly the time. And Joseph and the wee donkey. There's one thing I won't stand for, and that is a bent podcaster. Yeah, one thing I won't stand for is you interrupting me anymore. I'll mute you next time. Um, it was about two years ago to the day, and we interviewed John Mazzari for this very podcast, and it was the hottest day of the year. And we are recording this on what has been so far, uh, by the temperature gauge, the hottest day of the year. And I am absolutely melting. And I'm hoping that this mic's black cherry hard seltzer is going to change that because it has been in the fridge. So, cheers, everybody. Cheers. Mm, mm, mm. I have to ask days. Nick. Oh, sorry, go on. Are those hard seltzers nice? Because I have tried a couple different ones and I just can't get on board with them. Is um, that one nice? Is it worth trying? What have you tried? I've tried a couple different flavors of the White Claw ones and I tried the, what is it, like Topo Chico ones and that was uh, horrific. I quite like the Topo Chico, but White Claw is absolute trash, which is probably why it's the most popular um, brand in America. Um, right. But I, they are very hit and miss. So I like Mike's hard seltzer. Um, I've heard like, that. Uh, the bud, the bud one's quite nice actually. The Bud Light one, that's that's quite nice. Um, but yeah, they are very very hit and miss. Okay. So yeah, um, yeah. Keep keep trying unless you don't want to, and then don't. <laughs> so okay. that's, that's all I can say. Um, you have just discovered a cure for hay fever, Nick. What's that? A beer malfunction. As I, as I took my bottle away, I mistimed it and I got two nostrils full of beer foam. Oh, and my hay fever's gone. Oh, it's well, just there gone. you go. I'll try it's that. Miraculous. Uh, I should have, if I only had a beer in front of me, so this, I'm not going to put that water up my nose. Um, right. So the first thing we're going to talk about is, of course, the latest news, but we do have a new sponsor for this very podcast, and that is Quicksilver Tours. So we all know traveling is the worst part of any vacation, let alone when hitting Orlando and what you do when you get to the airport. Magical Express is about to disappear. Free transportation as part of a package deal could be hit and miss. And that is where Quicksilver came in. So they have a free sort of groceries for airport round trips, uh, a complimentary meet and greet service, as well as luggage assistance. And after a nine hour flight, who wouldn't want some help with their luggage, right? And podcasts are always promoting things. But how many can vouch for the products or the service they're advertising? Well, Craig, you are, you've been a customer of Quicksilver, right? I have. What happened? Uh, they were very helpful. We, 17 of us, rocked up at MCO. They were able to accommodate us uh, with two great big vans, buses, and away we went. Looked after and- us. And that's 17 people. 17 people. No and- no sane person travels in a group of 17. So if Craig can get good service with 17 people, think about how good your service is going to be without 17 people. So whilst we know there are other good companies out there that do a very similar thing, we personally know how good Quicksilver are, and we are delighted to welcome them as sponsors to this very podcast. And 
to make it even sweeter if you contact quicksilver tours for a reservation mention this podcast name that's that universal podcast they will give you a special discount of five dollars off the airport round trips of the already reasonable prices so you've tried the rest now try the ones who at least in craig's opinion are the best by visiting quicksilvertransportation.com today and don't wait if you've got an upcoming trip book today because you know they're going to be swamped when we're allowed to finally go back over so and that's domestic international they'll look after you wherever you're coming in from so quicksilver tours at quicksilvertransportation.com um news wise not a huge amount but a couple of things i think we need to discuss um has anybody seen the the jurassic world tribute store just yeah pictures yeah well online. yeah i mean i know you haven't been there yeah i'm watched like videos and like that i mean i haven't seen like, I've, like a walkthrough but just yeah just a few shots yeah Craig, have you have you kept up to rest with this this new development? I've been dead busy. No, I haven't. Yeah, dead busy for the last week. I've watched a vlog. Oh, be impressive. Oh, look at you! Right, showing off with having free time to do such stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Kate, we'll we'll talk about uh, the tribute store a little bit, but it's a very weird place because the tribute store uh, is essentially a shop next to the mummy attraction, but it changes every few months to what it is. And it's normally based around whatever the season is at the time. So just recently, it was the Mardi Gras tribute store. Um, It's always the Halloween Horror Nights tribute store. And it's not just a pop-up shop. They really put a lot of effort into these tribute stores. So, Uh, Yeah, I've seen a vlog of the Jurassic one. Okay, cool. Yeah. I mean, this to me, and again, I've, I've seen like, you know, Mr. D, you know, I've, I've just seen photos of, of what they're doing in there. But it you wouldn't think that a shop that they go into this level of detail for is temporary, would you? I think they really pull out all the stops of this stuff. Mm. Yeah. It's only going to be a few months because it's going to be back to, well, I'm, I'm assuming it will be back to Halloween Horror Nights in late August. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it, that they spend... I mean, are these, like... Are they tr- using it as training for all the Halloween Hot Night people who build the sets? Or why don't they just put these boss shops in all rounds Universal? Like, near the ride? I know. It's... I, I don't... I don't really... I don't really get it. Or at least... Is it... Is it a case of, like, if it's something that's there all the time, then it's not special? Like, the whole fun thing about it is that they do these drastic overhauls of it, and it looks so completely different. Is that not kind of part of the appeal of it, though? I mean, I suppose, but surely if they just stuck a load of new merchandise in there and didn't jazz it up, are you telling me people wouldn't go and buy new merchandise? No, but they probably wouldn't queue outside for it for as long as I've seen people queue for there okay. probably wouldn't be new treats and people wouldn't have like dedicated YouTube videos and stuff for it. it well, no, yep. That, I mean, actually, that final point is probably the truest point. You know, it is it is massive talking points, right? You know, people are blogging about it. People are taking videos of it. People are taking pictures of it. Um, you know, it's, yeah, you know, maybe you're right. I just, I don't know what the costs are offset by what they bring in. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, interesting yeah. to find out how popular, you know, these shops look popular, but how popular are they? Like, how much of an impact do they make on merchandise? Um, and they might, they might just be pulling props out from the back, mightn't they? 
Oh, and, I think, and obviously, you know, just are. utilizing some of them and then putting them back into storage. Yeah, yeah it's 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 possible. It's possible. Um, so it's got a Moldomatic machine, which is obviously quite common in the tribute store, uh, where you can make not one but two different dinosaurs for six dollars. Um, obviously, all of the new uh, merchandise that's from the Velocicoaster, which is you know really why this is is here. It's a shame, obviously, with what happened in the world because. I guess Jurassic World 3 would have come out about now. So this would have been a tie-in to both the film and the attraction opening up. But but hey-ho. Um, but just the level of detail in in each of the rooms. You know, there's there's a room with the... Um, it's not an incubator, is it? But where the dinosaur eggs are being kept. Mm. Um, you've got, you know, either props in the film or, or very uh, similar... Uh, things to uh, what you see in the films there as well, like coats and whatnot. Um, some of the merchandise is very interesting. Um, I love the Mr. DNA stuff. He's very cute. Yeah. And, and not someone that really, you know, he was he was a part of the first film as a, you know, just a, literally a throwaway character. But um, I do love the stuff that, um, or the fact that they've, you know, put him on merchandise and stuff like that. That's really interesting. Um, oh, they have actually got screen use props. Oh. Yeah, they have like some eggs and stuff like that, don't they? Mm. Yeah, they've got the shaving yeah. cream. Yeah. The uh, shaving cream canister. Um, the Alan Grant's hat. Um, the cane. The, yeah, uh, the John Harmon's cane. Yeah. And you can wow. buy, you can buy fossilized amber. You can eat it, actually. Yeah, I've heard it's not very nice. Nah, I don't. Yeah, I don't really fancy that so much. I'd rather have the chocolate eggs. They look okay. Yeah. yeah. Some of the stuff looks pretty good. I was watching a video today on the Triceratops encounter. And I've just seen that in the final room is a photo up with a Triceratops. It doesn't look the same. And I know that they left those in a, in a state of disrepair for quite a while. But I wonder if there's anything they've salvaged from that. Let's make those here. Didn't they chop that up for Halloween odd night one year? Um, She's screaming at the headphones now. Yes. Yeah, I think I saw Chris posting that on Twitter. Yeah, there was there were there were three um, there were three separate ones though. Uh, So I don't know. I don't know. And also the ride, the attraction did open up for a, a brief period of time after it closed after Halloween Horror Night. So I don't know. Um, but uh, yeah, and as you said before, you've got um, exclusive food items. So there's a, a Velocicoaster apple, a marshmallow pop, cupcake, s'more, uh, a Jurassic World dig in a jar. A what now? A dig in a jar. It looks like I'm guessing it's like um, like a cake in, yeah. in a glass, that kind of thing. Yeah. So hence the dig. Um, a whoopee pie. Um, jumbo Oreos, vegan brownies, or vegan item. That's interesting. Uh, fudge Primo, six for 20. I have to say, just to go back to the point about the vegan thing, anything I've seen from the tribute store, even from Horror Nights and uh, when they had it for Mardi Gras as well, there are always vegan options in the specialized treats, which I feel like that is something that the other side of Orlando don't always do. There's mm. usually vegan options, but there's not usually themed treats. 
So I like the fact that there's always kind of at least one vegan option whenever they have the themed ones in the tribute store. Yeah, it does mean yeah. there's at least something. Yeah, you need them else. for the you need them for the Vegasaurus. Exactly. <laughs> well, Triceratops is a vegetarian, so yeah, um, that's, that's what that's in the movie. Yeah. So uh, speaking of that, you know, actually, and I'm not going to talk about it now, but I just looked at the new menus for um, Disneyland Paris, and I looked at the menu for Billy Bob's in the village. Okay. And the starter for a vegetarian uh, included grated carrot and okay. lettuce. Nice. Yeah, and they wanted to charge the same amount as uh, as the regular menu for that. Sounds like DLP. Like, yep, that's that's uh, that's about right. Um, yeah, I mean, look, I love a tribute store. Um, this looks incredible. I think they've done a really, really good job. Um, I'm gutted I'm not going to be able to go and see it in real life, basically. Just a, just a shame. <sighs> um, and also, of course, you know, I suppose the big news is that the ride is now officially open to everybody. So yeah. no more soft opening. It is now open en masse to the public. Um, really big lines. And on opening day, they gave everyone a churro. Mm. They did. Yeah. And why did they give everybody a churro? Because they've uh, gone out of date. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Although they might have done. Say cheerio. Jurassic don't come back. Churros. Jurassic churros. Yeah, it could be. There was a reason for it. Does anybody know what the reason was? Nope. Yeah. So when they originally started on the oh. project, they told everybody it was jokingly that it was going to be a churro stand. Oh yeah, that's brilliant. So they give everybody a churro. Isn't there been photographs of bins full of churros? Well, I was going to say this is this is what annoys oh, the head out of me. Like they were they didn't force everybody to take a churro, but people were just throwing them in the bin. Oh, I hate people, really but I wouldn't me. give her a churro. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like. And, they, and, and to be fair, compared to, you know, Disney ones, they were a good-sized churro. I think they were anyway. That's very annoying. I hate people. It's just, there's no need, is there? Absolutely no need. So, um, so yeah, so that's it. So, Craig, you're here. Yeah. Um, before we move on to uh, focus on Kate, should we do the semi-final? I yeah. haven't got uh, Ryan's votes, but I have got P Dub's votes. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. Um, but just dead quick, there's there's no as of like today. I think there's no there's no capacity limitation at Universal anymore. It's all gone, so you can just all fill your boots now. Wow. No. What? So the parts open to full capacity? Yeah, that's what I'm reading here. Is it official? Yeah, posted 14th of June. What day is it? Fourteenth uh, of June. No, fourteenth. Yeah. Yeah. Inside the magic, four hours ago. There you go. Well, it must be right. If it's on the internet, it must be right. Exactly. Yeah. That's what uh, Abraham Lincoln says. <laughs> so. <laughs> anyway, go on. Let go on. Let's do the semi-final. Well, go on in over to you. Segment. Oh, all right. Who is it? Can't remember. Let me just mm-hmm. get me twits off. <laughs> it's, your bloody, it's your bloody segment. Oh, do you know what? I've had a busy day. Don't be honest. He's been yeah. off cycling. I keep getting bloody notifications. <laughs> Sorry, Gail. Um, right, go on. All right, Skull Island versus The Mummy. And yeah. Horror Makeup versus Forbidden Journey. Okay, I've got my two, yeah. 
So we'll do the first semi-final first. And uh, Kate, you can play along as well. You can have a vote. She's never been Craig. Doesn't matter. She's got it in it. It's in her heart. To be fair, Nick, half the ones that you let me vote on, I've not been on, and you still let me take part. So that is true. That is true. Exactly. So, um, Kate, have you seen um, Kong Skull Island? Uh, I think so. Hang on, are you talking? Right, you got to you got to be more specific. Are you? Are Are you you talking about the movie? Oh no, the ride. Sorry, Gail. Sorry, sorry. Oh yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know it's it's a three D um, wraparound screen. Yeah, I'm aware of it. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, the big weenie at the end, and the the scare actors in the queues and all and all that, and so you, you've seen walkthroughs and that. Mm-hmm. Versus um, the mummy, which replaced the old original King Kong ride. It's got to be twenty odd years ago now. Getting on for twenty years. Two thousand and. Three, I think, yeah, 2002, yeah, around that time. And this is as I've again, have you seen stuff on this one? Uh, vaguely. So basically, the, the premise is you it's like that word that you're going into a, a live film <laughs> set of the film of the mummy and it all goes horribly wrong, right? Right, gotcha. And they're gonna suck your soul out. Um, and it's, it's a coaster. You're, you're pretty coaster, much you're yeah. pretty much ruining these attractions for Kate, <laughs> but then asking her. So you're telling them you're telling her what they are really awfully. Can't I'm not. You are I've literally and nailed then, it. And ne- no, you didn't. And then you're asking to vote on which one sounds least shit. No, your semi final. Go on. So right, do you want to vote Kate, or do you want to wait and let people talk a little bit and then have a vote? I'll, I'll vote for King Kong, and I'll just get it out of the way. It's right, girl. Um, <laughs> so for me, me personally, oh, it's very, very tough, this one, because the mummy is phenomenal. Uh, from like the, the actors outside on the stilts to the occasional scare actors in the queues, I don't know if they still do that. I've never seen it, but I've heard of it. To everybody staying faced as to putting it on and waving it off. Whoa, whoa, uh, hang, 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 hang on a second. You've what? never seen the scare actors in Kong. Oops, guys. I'm talking about the mummy. You've never seen you've never seen one in the mummy. No. Blimey, something I've seen that you haven't. Okay, carry on. Yeah. Um, the animatronics are a little bit ropey in the ride itself, but the some of the effects like the the fire and and the beetles and everything like that and then the coaster itself just smashes it out the park some of my happy memories are watching the nana getting off it with her glasses wonky it is all a squiff a bum bag was up <laughs> a bum bag was up all around her ears it was just hilarious as you come down that ramp um but then on the other side of it you've got king kong and what is not to love about King Kong? And I literally still pull out different bits of of on that ride as you as you're going through all the footage. Um, I don't know. There's just something about it. It's so simple. How can they get King Kong so right and Fast and the Furious so wrong? Do you know what I mean? So I'm going to have to go with the the Kong Skull Island. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've done it. Okay. What about you, Nick? Um, it's it's a toughie because um, 
as we know, like my biggest regret in theme park life is never being able to go on King Kong, um, like the original King Kong confrontation. So the mummy had to be something special to replace that iconic ride, and it absolutely is. And the fact that it is now, you know, 18 years old and is still as as thrilling as it was when it first opened, other than as you say, Craig, the, the ropey animatronics, um, is testament to what they replaced it with. I really, really enjoyed Skull Island, though. I, I, I figured I was going to because I'm a huge Kong fan anyway, but I was really impressed with what they did with the attraction um, and the scare actors, which I don't think they have any attraction anymore, unfortunately, but oh, they might bring them out for special occasions. I don't know. But, you know, I love the ride system. I like the uh, animatronic driver. Um, think, I think there's a lot of cool elements to the um, attraction, but... Uh, for me, it's the ride that I have to go on multiple, multiple times when I'm at Universal, and that is the Mummy. Um, Mr. D? Uh, two good rides. Um, both really well-themed. Uh, the first time I went on Kong, I was a little bit... thought it was a little bit short, but then I've ridden it a few times now. And I think I appreciate it a lot more. Um, it is it is a really good attraction. The pre-show is fantastic. The animatronic of the old, I don't know, medicine woman, I suppose she is, is, is just amazing. Um, but although it's a little bit older and in some ways a little bit more dated, I still think the mummy's a better, a better attraction. You know, the, the queue is really well-themed. The raid itself has got all different elements to it. There's all different parts to it. I mean, it is a roller coaster indoors. You've got the bit where you go in, there's the Beatles, the fire. Um, then you've got the other bit where you think it's finished and all of a sudden the mummy comes back again and kills the little guy in the booth. And then you've got the end. And I just think it's a, it's a great ride. So, yeah, I'm going to go with the mummy also. Classic. To all. Um, no, it's not. It is. It's not because P Dubs has um, also gone for the mummy because it doesn't buy it on screens and it's got Ooh, a like to see that. Come on, Sinead, though. Come on. So I haven't been on either, but purely based off which I would sooner go on whenever I can get back to the park, I'm going to go with the mummy because I think I would probably enjoy that more. Get in there. So that's Craig. No, no, it's fine. It's... For the mummy wins. <laughs> <laughs> um, the mummy is is a solid, and it's representing it's it's representing uh, the main park. Yeah, uh, the the twitters, which was going to be if it, if there was a draw, they would have been the desired side and both. Uh, they put the mummy through as well, so substantially seventy three to twenty seven. So Ooh. yeah, so the next. Uh, semi-final and this is an easy one for me I'll just go with this uh, the horror makeup show versus Forbidden Journey and there was a time where I would have skipped past the horror makeup show but no more um, this is basically one of the most favourite way to spend half an hour of entertainment sitting down, resting your feet and sucking in all that lovely air conditioning and then being absolutely entertained by people who are at the top of their game and comic timing the 
they play different parts, they swap it around, they ad lip till the come till the cows come home. They're absolutely fabulous. Versus the the ride I would have put it put through maybe five years ago, Forbidden Journey. This was, I remember queuing up for hours to get into this. It still is a phenomenal ride. The the queue is just unbelievable. You're walking through it, you're getting entertained. It's all designed for big queues to keep you entertained as you're walking through and you're in there for hours. Um, the sorting hat at the start, just before you get on. And then the ride in recent years has just gone to shit. The timing's off, the the voices are all out of sync, um, the, the mentors don't do what they were supposed to do. Um, I come off this green. The, the first time I come off it, I was crying with happiness. I couldn't believe it being on it. It's it just so emotional. It just took me breath away. But in years gone by, it's just got steadily worse and worse for me. I've got older. The ride's got older. We haven't got old well together. I think it's time for a split up. I think, fuck it off. I'm putting the auto makeup show through. Right. So, so um, Kate, the horror makeup show is a show about horror makeup. And Forbidden Journey is Doing well, Nick. Thank you very much. Nailed it, Nick. I am I am proving I am proving my universal knowledge. Wiki and Nick there. <laughs> Captain <you>? obvious. <laughs> Captain hindsight. It's a popular phrase of the day. Um and uh, the Forbidden Journey is uh, the Harry Potter ride, which is found over in the Hogsmeade area um, of uh, of Islands of Adventure. And uh, you walk through um, Hogwarts um, to to ride the attraction. So, um, and it's it's um, a seated attraction, but um, you kind of go in in all directions, um, up, down, flippy round. Um, so it, it moves you around quite a lot as you go around um, screens and um, also some practical effects as well. So it's not all screens. Uh, Universal, there's a lot of screens. We'll warn you now when it comes to attractions. But uh, yeah, this this is one of those. So that's that's the breakdown of the two. You've got a live action show, which as Craig said, is very ad-libbed. Um, even though it's, it's scripted, it's it's got a lot of ad-libbed elements to it um, because of the, the makeup of the two. Uh, presenters that host it um, and on the other side you've got uh, a unique and it is unique because it's the only um, attraction in the world that uses this ride technology like Universal have the exclusive rights to this ride technology for I think about another 10 years um, so yeah two, two completely unique things um, I think I personally quite enjoy both but the fact that uh, I've never been on it, so I don't know that it's crap now. Uh, I would probably go for uh, Forbidden Journey because I'm an absolute sucker for the Harry Potter universe and being like, oh my God, I'm in Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's exactly <laughs> what I was like and I still love it. Yeah, I just need to lie down after it. See, I'm not as old as you, Craig, so I think I'd be fine. <laughs> yeah, chance, chance will be a fine thing. <laughs> Who's next, Craig? Uh, Sinead? Um, I, probably unsurprising to no one, I'm going to go with the horror makeup show. 
it is completely up my street. Um, I've been on Forbidden Journey. I enjoyed it. Um, it irks me massively that it is one of those Universal rides that is not size inclusive. So again, when I went to Universal, I very nearly didn't get on this ride because I didn't, it, it, they were unsure if I was going to fit and I was not necessarily big at the time. So that really kind of irks me about it. And I still kind of have a bit of a chip on my shoulder about it. So I'm going to go to the hair makeup show. I, I was, I was moved to the seat, the modified seat Yeah. at, at one point one year yeah which, which was nice Love him now. um mr d yeah this is a tough one um yeah. this is tougher than the last one yeah because I, I think forbidden journey big harry potter fan the castle is amazing the theming you know the moving pictures the moving paintings and all of that really good um i like the attraction i I've said before, it's a shame that they dumbed it down. I think, you know, if it was scary, a little bit more scary as it was supposed to be originally, I, I think I would have enjoyed it more. But I just love the horror makeup show. We've had such a good time. You know, we, it is an absolute must-do. They're, they're both kind of must-dos, if I'm being honest. But, yeah, you know, I, I know as a family, if, if we had to choose one, I, I think we'd... Not by much, but I think we come down on the side of the horror makeup show, and I, and I just love live entertainment. Anything that anything that's live, you know, it's just a little bit more special. I think so. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go horror makeup show. Fantastic, Nicholas. I'll do P Dubs first um, because he he struggled with this one as well. He said uh, while they're two very different attractions, he enjoys them both. But again, he's going to go with a classic can't stay away from the horror makeup show it's a great laugh very talented hosts and while it's not to the level of forbidden journeys the queuing area is superb as well so i think if i've calculated that right that's four for the horror makeup show so if been journeys one oh, so it's a whitewash yeah yeah um yeah. so i'll i'll go last it's it is a tough one it really is um we love the horror makeup show on here we talk about it lovingly um We've interacted with some of the hosts on Twitter, been joyous. And uh, we even released the audio from it on uh, a previous episode. Yeah. Um, so people could experience that hadn't actually gone to see it. Because it is very visual, but you can also, it also works well just listening to it as well. Um, that said, and although I echo Craig's experiences on Forbidden Journey and about feeling green afterwards nowadays, hence taking anti-sickness medication when I go to Universal. Um, there's something about Forbidden Journey. I, you know, the ride system is incredible. The queue area, inside and out, is fantastic. I mean, you don't normally you wouldn't get to experience the outdoor one now, but when it first opened, as Craig will attest, you know, we queued up for about two hours to get on the attraction. Yeah. And you're out in the, in the greenhouse, and you know even that's why did done. he why did he put a greenhouse in Florida? Oh, I, I guess I know why he put a greenhouse there, but in yeah. Florida, I, I mean Disney has a whole attraction that is a greenhouse. Well, yeah, but no, she's <laughs> she's she's very true. It's very very true, accurate. True. Um, but just the whole experience, you know, being able to go to Hogwarts. You know all the things they do inside. You know some of the stuff that they do in that queue area. You know, it's just you know incredible. Still holds up now. 
um, but the whole experience of it, you know, I'm looking at it just not from the ride itself, but from the whole experience of walking up to it, to queuing up, to going through, to getting on, to coming off. The whole thing get, is just getting so... turfed out to get your bag and put it in the lockers. Yeah, it's it's all it's all brilliant. Um, and so as much as I do love the horror makeup show, uh, for me, looking at the two things, Forbidden Journey changed the theme park game. You know that that whole land was an absolute was the biggest game changer in theme parks in in decades, if not you know since the like the original opening of Disney World. Do you know what I mean? Like it was it was so unique and special. And yes, before you have a go at me, I know Disneyland came before it, and yes, that was a game changer. But Disney World was the start of a whole resort, not just a single park. Um, but yeah, to me. That, that whole area just gets special plaudits, so I would have to go for Forbidden Journey. But it's it's a, a you know vote in vain because it ain't winning. Yeah, and the, the Twitter's put horror makeup show through anyway as a decider vote, fifty four percent to forty six percent. So the grand final is the horror makeup show versus the Mummy in our longest ever running segment. It will continue into July next month uh, possibly i mean we might even drag it out till september who knows <laughs> yeah. who knows we, we started this kate uh two and a half years ago yeah why that's no, we, didn't, we, we didn't really it was probably probably about six months ago but still far too long but in covid time that's at least three years well exactly yeah. yeah that 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 in itself is is very true um right so we've got those bits out of the way um, and so we're going to go and talk now, or in just a second, to Kate. But of course, before we do that, we do have another new sponsor. Um, so this podcast is sponsored by the Castle Club Boutique. The Castle Club Boutique is a small Etsy store creating Disney-inspired classic fashion tees and personalized family trip tees inspired by the Disney parts and your favorite classic Disney films. Now, I know you're thinking, well, this is a universal podcast. Look, if you think you're going to Orlando and you're not going to do anything Disney at all, then you're very, very mistaken. Um, they also stock accessories, children's wear, and most recently, home decor. So if you have a family trip or special occasion coming up, let us help you with the design um, to create the perfect custom tee to mark your event. Um, and you can contact them by con- uh, by emailing at sales at castleclubboutique.com. Um, we ship free to the UK but also worldwide for a small fee. So you can go and find their Etsy store by searching for Castle Club Boutique, uh, or you could give them a follow on Instagram at the Castle Club Boutique, all one word. And if you quote that universal podcast, you will receive 10% off your order at checkouts. Hello, 10% people, save your money. Um, and uh, there you go. The Castle Club Boutique is now a proud sponsor of podcasts on this very network. Um, but Kate, over to you, because as you mentioned at the top of uh, the show, you are going to Orlando for the first time next year. And Yeah, sorry. Then... I, I was looking up Castle Club's website. <laughs> yeah, <please. laughs> I was like, oh, look at these. Everyone, everyone, everyone that is now... Uh, listening to this podcast if you want you can pause and you can have a look because although it's not aimed at me 
there is a really nice boozy you design. Oh, they do. Social Disney ing. Oh, oh. <laughs> they've got they've got some really good stuff. When they approached me, I was like, oh, so I'm going to have a look, see what they've got. And I was like, oh. Oh, quite like this. It's very me, mm. have to say. <laughs> yeah. Very, very Get good. Discount. Course, that's it. That universal mm. podcast, <laughs> po- podcast, even ten percent discount. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, they they are sponsoring us, but after hearing this advert, maybe they won't. I don't know. Um, <laughs> maybe they'll cancel it. Um, but yeah, I mean, to anyone that's listened to um, the Mickey Waffles recently, um, there was a delightful episode. I think two episodes back three episodes yeah back. The, the since that episode every episode all you can hear is grins yes <laughs> yes and i mean look, the thing is we're very cheery they... people craig yeah well um... yeah but you know we've all been a bit sad of late but when that we've booked holidays episode come out wow uh, I, like, I listened to it three times. That's all I'm saying. Is it is it cheery though? I mean, sometimes Kate can be a little bit, you know. She wasn't on that episode. Maybe. Oh, she definitely wasn't on that episode. Absolutely. I'm sorry. Are you saying I can be negative? I think you'll find uh, that of all the podcasts in the world, you guys are the most negative. I yeah. well, I mean, not only are you. Well, Brian's not on tonight, so exactly, <laughs> Ryan, <laughs> Ryan as well. Ryan brings us down. <laughs> We'd have no one-star reviews if it wasn't for Ryan. That's all I'm saying. Gets um, the interaction, though. That's true. People does. love to hate him. To, to be fair, though, he's also stunk up your show. <laughs> so, I mean, yep. you know. Yeah. Oh, right. Little Ryan sitting there tomorrow morning thinking, oh, great, I can listen to this new episode of that Universal podcast. And, and I'm playing Halo on the Xbox 5 or whatever it is. Yeah, what? with Dolby Atmos headsets. Um. But you recently did an episode where you were talking about your trips. Sinead yes. is going to uh, Disneyland Paris. We're not going to talk about that on here. But you're going to Walt Disney World. And on the first episode you discussed this, you did kind of mention that you hadn't really decided about would you go to Universal or not. But then on the next episode, you kind of said, you know what, I, I think I think it'd be wrong not to. Yeah, I mean, let's be real. That first episode was me going, okay, just just so everyone knows, like we're not like we're not crazy. We'll think about it. When like in reality, we were both like we're going. Yeah. And then the next episode was like we're going. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, um, you know, I think, and I and I, I will say this obviously to you, but I'll say this to anyone that's also planning the first ever Orlando trip, and that is that, I mean, obviously. Disney World is is probably the reason most people first look to go to Orlando for a, a, a holiday, right? Mm-hmm. You know, that is the, the big attraction. But I do think that, you know, the other theme parts are mainly universal. I mean, you know, I know SeaWorld, you know, is a bit controversial nowadays. Um, but, you know, you've got Busch Gardens down in Tampa. You know, there's lots of other things you can do in that area. And... If I'm completely honest, and I can be on this podcast, I can't on Disney Parks and Beyond, but right now, and I told this to the guys the other day, like at this moment in time, I am more invested in Universal than I am in Disney. Yeah, I have. Like I do watch like um, when the Tim Tracker goes to Universal and stuff, I watch those vlogs as well, but obviously not to the extent of the Disney World ones. No. But there i have very much lately seen a lot online of people being like hey disney's a bit crap lately universal's already hitting it 
and, and, and the thing is, like, I, I'm not going to tell you you're wrong with this because you are going to go to Disney World next year and you are going to have the most amazing time. The people that are turning around and saying this now about Universal versus Disney are people that have been there prior where the experience was different because things have changed over the last decade when it comes to Disney quite massively. So I think that is why you're getting that negativity. You're not going to experience that because this is going to be your first time. Yeah, it's kind of like even crap Disney is good Disney because I've never experienced it like look, Disney World. So like I don't know, like I don't know what is, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. if I if something's not there, I'm not going to know it's not there because I've never seen it before. Yeah, but there's the stuff there that wasn't there before that's that's amazing. Right, yep. you know, Star Wars, Star Wars yeah. Land, mm-hmm. uh, Flight of Passage, you know, that, that's all new. Disney Springs, I mean, they did a phenomenal job with Disney Springs. I love so, Star Wars Land. Yeah. <laughs> so, Star I don't, Wars I don't, Land. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I don't, I don't, I don't buy it that Disney isn't as good as it was before. It's more expensive. I think that's probably the bigger issue. I think it's much more expensive than it was before, but it's just as good. I think, or it will be when it gets back to normal. Sorry, Nick. No, 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 no not at all. You're, you're, you're right. And I think, I mean, for me, I, I think the things that I don't like uh, that are happening at Disney are more, not just the cost things, but more so things like ride reservations and the fact that, you know, you can now go to these parts and not get to get anywhere near the attractions that you're being drawn in by, like uh, Rise of the Resistance. Um, because of the way that they're doing reservations and the fact that, you know, there's no kind of fast pass at the moment. And, you know, now it looks like they're bringing in tiered pricing for fast passes and it's, it's not a good experience, but that is if you are used to something else. And if you aren't used to that, then these changes are not going to affect your experience because you've never had them before. So Kate, you are in the absolute prime condition for this trip because it's going to be your first. So yeah, everything people are is like, new oh, and... like you have to have this reservation and then that reservation and this reservation. I'm like, yeah, but I'll just make the reservations. Like it's fine. Yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs> I'll just I'll just do it and then I'll go. <laughs> but the important thing here, you know, talk about on this particular podcast is the fact that you are looking to go to Universal. Yes. Now, I know because of listening to Mickey Waffles what your plan is at the moment, um, but for the benefit of the audience. Could you um, tell us what your plan is currently? Yes. So our our current plan, which is subject to change because we haven't bought tickets yet, um, is that I think I didn't get my other sheet up. I think we're going to go to Universal on a Monday and a Tuesday because I don't want to go on a weekend, which I think is the right choice. But you guys may say differently Um, um, and that we were going to go for two days. We originally thought maybe just one day with Express would be okay. But then the more I started talking about it and the more rides we both agreed we wanted to go on and the amount of time I envision myself wanting to spend in Hogsmeade and all that sort of stuff, I was like, maybe we need two days, even if that ends up being a day and a half and we spend the other half of the second day somewhere else, we're okay with that. I just rather not rush the one day to then have the relaxation of knowing I have two days. So that's the current plan. Um, Whether we get express for one day or both days, I don't know. If we get express, I don't know. Um, That's something I'm hoping you guys can point me towards whether we should or shouldn't get express. If it is 
Yeah. Like we don't mind spending the extra money to get express if it means that we can skip the queues on those particular rides, which means that we can get on other rides instead, like to use our time. Um, but I also know that January is lowish season. Uh, so I also don't know how busy, like, is it worth it? I don't know. I just don't know. <laughs> and that's that's what I was going to say to you, actually. Um, just to, I mean, I know when you're going, but you just confirmed. <laughs> which, which is, you're going in January. And yeah. I think... You know, I do think that is something that we have to take into consideration when, you know, kind of giving our experience or advice on this. Because I don't think, Misty, correct me, but I don't think any of us on here have been in January. No, No. August and um, September, early October for me. But I mean, I can can fix your express um, predicaments just straight away. Don't listen uh, to Craig. Li- <laughs> listen to me, right? So I've got the prices up now. I would say maximise your time. Time is king. So you're going for two days. You want to get the best out of everything. You might have queues. You might not. Take that option away. The express passes are phenomenal. $99 per person plus tax is currently what it would cost you per day. So that's $200 plus tax a day. Yeah. You're going for two days. So $400, $450 for the two days, potentially. Make a reservation for the Hard Rock Hotel. Currently around 277 English pounds. So do the translation, $350 maybe. Um, that gets you early park admission for the two days that you would be going. It gets you, you can go and check into your hotel at six o'clock in the morning on the first morning, get your express passes, which are your room keys, and they are unlimited express passes, the same as the $99 ones. You get into Potter first or whatever's open. It's normally Potter at both parks, one or the other. You can go and spend some time in Potter with hotel guests. You've got the luxury of the expresses. You don't have to rush back and waste money in an Uber going back to Disney and then coming back. You can go and have a nice meal in City Walk, spend the night in the Hard Rock, get up and do it all again. You could get both parks done both days with Express and have a lovely experience in the Hard Rock Hotel. That's how you do it. Now, I rest my case. When when are you going in January? Um the second-ish week. By sheer fluke, that was the week I picked. 277 <laughs> English pounds for one night. One night. Um, one night! Look, I... So, it actually thinks... Uh, it doesn't say why, but it does suggest that um, the... Um, the 4th to the 14th of January are the best times to go in terms of crowd. Wow, um, and, the 15th, and the 15th <laughs> and 24th uh, are the worst times. Uh, at well, least in 2020. Guess who won't be there then? <laughs> yeah. So, um, which so that's interesting. Now, what I, what I would have said, and this is based on my experience going in September, October time, I've never had an express pass at Universal and I've never queued more than about 20 minutes for an attraction, other than 
when Hagrid had first opened and the queue for that was about an hour and a half, but that's because it kept breaking down. So, and, and Express wouldn't work for that anyway, if, yeah. if I'd have had it. So me and Craig have been before uh, for a long weekend um, and we went obviously as a podcast kind of group last time around, again, for a long weekend. And we would kind of start in the park on like a Friday and by Sunday, I'd say we'd done everything, Greg. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, right? The Sunday morning when you all binned me off and left me on my bill, um, I went into Universal Studios and had the best time in my life. I went from ride to ride to ride to ride and just walked on, single rider on everything. Yeah. It can be done, it's fine. But I'm, I'm thinking just maximising the time, getting the most out of that park ticket. You get an early park admission. You're getting to come out of the park at closing if that's what you want to do um, and go and have a nice meal. Not have to stress about getting an Uber back or car hire or getting a bus back or anything like that to Disney. Just, just It's a five-minute walk to the Hard Rock Hotel. You couldn't be any closer. I mean, I would... I would have, I don't think... I, sorry, stay gone. Go ahead. No, I was, I was just going to say, Go I ahead. wouldn't have advised you, Kate, to buy fast passes, but I completely agree with the Hard Rock Hotel idea. And look, I know that you've obviously already got your, your hotel reservations but for, for Disney, right? But it doesn't matter. Oh, you just you... take an overnight bag? Yeah. <laughs> or just, just stick some stuff in some Walmart carrier bags that you'd have had by Thanks. that point anyway. I appreciate you guys explaining to me how I stay at a hotel for a different night. Thank <laughs> you for explaining that to me. Ooh, I, would, I would have been there's the real so case. There's the real, I would have been like, long. how in God's name we're staying at Disney? How are we supposed to spend a night in another if hotel? What do we, we do? Some, we're going to have to wear the clothes on our backs. Carry stuff. Just carry it in your arms. You've got to remember, Kate, you're talking to men here. I, yeah. No, we mm-hmm. we don't we, we don't think like women do, right? So, I, yeah, I okay. take my stuff in Walmart it's, bags it's to be clearly, honest, like a chip. Exactly, really it's do. clearly it's clearly mansplaining, but it is what it is. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, I but you know when you I when, get yeah, I get you guys. When you figure the when you figure the cost of going to Hard Rock and the early park admission and the express passes is going to be less than you buying express passes. Yeah, yeah. And you get the early park. And I mean, the thing is, like, we've rocked up, haven't we, Greg? Like, um, I think, were we allowed to go in in September about half seven? Or seven yeah. o'clock in the morning or something? So we rocked up about half past seven. And of course, not all the attractions are open at half past seven. Yeah. Or seven like, o'clock. Like but, busy. yeah, but, you, but you, you do the ones that are open and you get a head start. And also, you know, if there's an attraction you specifically want to go on that you know is going to get really busy as that park opens... You just rock up there, you know, 20 minutes before it opens. Just and hang around like a, like a kid with Adidas. Exactly. Um, well, I mean, if you want some idea. nice photographs for, for Potter, it's just busy all the time. Mm-hmm. But early park admission, it's a lot less busy because it is just the hotel guests. Yeah. And also as well, they don't, I wouldn't say that they're particularly forthcoming. Like when we were staying at Volcano Bay, there was nothing in our room that said, oh, by the way, you can get into the parks early and you can get into the parks from seven o'clock. 
we just figured that we'd be able to. <laughs> no, just because you were like, I'm staying in the hotel, therefore I get in early. Well, we know we know from we know from you know Craig Craig normally styles at the Hard Rock, so we know that hotel Universal hotel guests do get early access. But what I'm saying is, is they didn't advertise it right. well. Okay. So had we not known, so so there even might be some hotel guests who don't know that they can get in early. Absolutely, gotcha. absolutely, and also as well, even if you do, you know how many people stay at Disney on Disney property that want to do rope drop. You know, they're quite happy to rock up when the park's open or or later, you know, depending on, you know, what they're doing for breakfast and, and whatever. Not everybody wants to hit the parks first thing. So, you know, with all of that said, that is, I think, a, a great way of doing it. So we fixed that, right? What's next? Let's go. <laughs> well, I, I just want to put the other, the other view on the table because, I mean, what Craig and Nick are saying is, is a good option. But it's almost like the Rolls Royce option. It's like you know, guaranteed, you know, fast pass, spend the money, and yeah, you got two choices. You can either keep your room at Disney and just leave it empty for a day, which is which you should really add the cost of that onto the the cost of the Hard Rock then, right? Because you got two hotel rooms, or you've then got the hassle of moving out and back for a day, probably either at the front of your stay or at the end of your stay, which is which is pretty big chunk of time to pack up and then unpack again but the other alternative is don't do that just get a two-day pass and go universal just rock up early get there early and just do as much as you can because it's your first trip you don't need to do everything right it's all going to be new it's all going to be good um you know you've got you've got disney as well which is four parks plus the other bits and pieces like Boardwalk, Disney Springs and the resorts and all of that. So it just kind of depends what, what strategy you want to take. You can go low cost, get as much done as you can. And I personally think in January, you'll get most things done. Don't know about Hagrid. Don't know about the Velocicoaster because I don't know what the queues are going to be like. And Hagrid is another one of these rides. It's a bit less reliable, a bit like Rise of the Resistance. But... I think you got a good chance of getting most things done in two days, particularly if you get there early and you're willing to stay late. Yeah, personally. Well, it, I, now I was trying to find out what late was because yeah. in January it won't be super no, late. I, don't think. I think I think it's normally about seven, but I couldn't find confirmation yeah. of that. So that is something to factor in. But but Mister D has got a valid point. The thing is, Kate. Yes, I know your plan right now is not to go back to Orlando the next year um unless they're even a year after be like think you're going to go back at some point and sometimes some of the thrill is well i didn't get to do that this time so i have to come back do you know what yeah I mean? see i think there is just i think there is just so many of like the big hitters in universal that if i don't do them i'll be really upset because mm. i don't know when i'm gonna get back obviously i will but i don't know and so like I'm kind of like, if I could maximize my time more like staying on site for a night and then being able to mill around sort of in the morning and like some of the big hitters being able to be like, oh yeah, okay, I'm here now. I'm here when you are. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> then, I mean, <laughs> I mean on, on the last trip, uh, Hagrid's just opened in the summer. I think it opened in July or something or June. Um, and we were out there towards the end of September. And every time I wanted to go, 
the queue was already like miles. Um, and there was one time when I thought, now you know what, I'm by myself. No, you know, everyone else is doing other stuff. I'm going to stand here in queue. And then uh, someone said to me, oh, there's a single rider line if you go down here. So I went down there. And I got to the front and I went, oh, no, we're not doing single rider right now. I'm like, oh, well, where am I going then? <laughs> so I had to then get to the back of the queue, which meant I'd wasted half an hour already. I cannot believe that team member just did not let you on. Oh, when you were you know like, I mean? uh, well, there's other team member told me, so let me yeah. on now. <laughs> it was, it, I was just, so, but I was so hot by that point. I was just like, you know what, sod this. So that that trip, I didn't go. And I said to myself, okay, well, I've done all the other stuff. So it just means it's something that I'll have to do next time. And that's it. But... I completely understand uh, the frustration with that. The other thing I would say um, with, you know, going there for two days, especially if you like Harry Potter, like the lands are so kind of intricate and and well designed. You're going to probably want to spend a lot of time just absorbing everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily the actual attractions itself, but all of the shops because is even though you see pictures of it like when you actually go there it is a completely different experience and the one thing when i went to uh hogsmeade when it first opened um and we just we'd already started a holiday at disney world and i'd been to universal once before but this was obviously like a, a new thing they'd done and it just blew me away at, at how well it was themed mm-hmm. like it was honestly like you were in the film it was incredible. So we spent, you know, almost half a day just in there. And I mean, the half a day did also include queuing up for uh, Forbidden Journey, but it yeah. was going to all the shops and it was, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. looking at all the details and, and everything. It's a lot to take in. So I think I think two days is, is fine. Um, and I think two days at that time of year, especially um, where it's going to be a bit quieter, should be good um and i think you'll get a lot of the stuff done whether you'll get everything done with or without fast pass you know i'm not sure because look the thing is everyone do does stuff at their own pace so yeah now, like my sort of aim here as well is that i don't do well under like time pressure yep so and that I'm will just make do well at walt disney world then. no you know what i mean like <laughs> we've got like we've got like a week and a half at disney world like i'll be able to figure that out that's fine but like, if we only have two days at Universal, and I say I don't get a um, an express, and I end up like panicking, then I'm just gonna be then I'm just gonna be upset. I'm just gonna go home. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm gonna be I'll shut down, and I'll be like, let's go back to Disney. This isn't worth it. <laughs> As so if, to, you, so if you're gonna buy Express, then you you're probably better going with Craig's idea. Then I think. Yeah, I think even just like the chillness of knowing that. We just literally step outside, go for dinner, then go to bed, and then just wake up and we're already there again. Yeah, yeah like just you're like, not having that, yeah. like trying to find a taxi, trying to find an Uber, trying yeah. to find where the driver, even under that, like faff. Yeah, it's a big. It doesn't have to be yeah. hard rock, does it? Because it, it could be any. It could be Portofino or um, uh, Royal Pacific. I mean, yeah. hard rock's the closest, but uh, it's it's the most expensive. I think, isn't it? Normally. No, no, well, not by much. But... The Italian one's the most expensive. Is it actually? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. We've been doing our detective work uh, for our trip. <laughs> right. I mean, Quicksilver tours. They transferred us between their uh, beach club and Hard Rock when we went. All seventeen mm-hmm. of us. 
uh, halfway through the holiday. So if you're scared of getting in an Uber, you can get a quote off Quicksilver Tours and just quote the podcast in the show notes. Thing. There you go. Another bit of uh, <laughs> But no, I mean, the thing is, I mean, uh, yeah, you could, I mean, when we, so me and P-Dubs did the opposite to you, we went to Galaxy's Edge for the day. So we um, we couldn't get into the park until it opened at, I think, nine o'clock. So we got up early and we got an Uber about, uh, I think about you half past You had a plan, didn't you? You were going to book a room at um, one of the pops. It was it was an idea we considered, but the but, thing is that the the difference you the the added benefit of what you have suggested by staying at yeah yeah definitely higher tier hotels compared to what we have got for staying on Disney property to go to Galaxy's Edge was was night and day. Like all we were getting was the opportunity to book our fast passes 180 days out rather than 30 <laughs> and 60. was it 60 okay. yeah 60 yeah whatever it was um but Still 60 okay that's good but whatever the point is you know we weren't <laughs> going to be getting fast you know extra fast passes or limited fast passes or anything like that it was just to make our trip a little bit easier and when we factored in the cost of a disney hotel for the night and what that would have been it was just made more sense for us to get an Uber. You know, we couldn't get into the parts any earlier, so there was no real advantage. The only advantage would have been that we probably wouldn't have had to have like got um, Muppet Vision 3D as a fast pass because <laughs> we could have got it on a better attraction. But uh, it is what it is. Um, so I, I definitely think that that's a, that's a, a good plan um, to definitely consider. Um, what what else are you do you do you want to know like you know was there well like are there certain attractions that you guys just think there's no point in going on like just for example i have a list of fast and furious jimmy fallon and minions yep and i'm like i don't think i need to go on any of those yeah i mean craig will will say to you that this is completely wrong but i think (laughs) i think realistically i'm like um, for what i'm going for i don't think i need those no no, whoa, whoa, right. Treat treat every time you are privileged enough to go over to Florida as the last time you might ever have that opportunity to go. Yeah, and I think I'd be pretty happy with not going if on Kate any If Kate was those. dying the next day, I still don't think those three attractions would be at the top of, of that Nick list. hasn't had a proper Disney holiday over there for 10 years nearly now. Yep. Have you? No. And... And I mean, what just while you did, it used to be Twister. Everyone used to hate on Twister. And I used to love going on Twister. Oh, I like Twister. Yeah. And right, Fast and the Furious is shite. But if you get on the party bus when you're half caught with the boys <laughs> and it was banging. It was phenomenal. No, okay, right? that is that is that is true. That is exactly what happened, and it was a much better experience because of it. But, but, and if you've got the if you've got the the pattern of maybe on the run up to the holiday, you watch a film and you watch the right film, whatever Fast Six or Fast Seven, whatever it is, then you know the characters a bit more. So it's not just this out of that seems like a lot of homework for a shite ride. Well, agreed. I'd leave it. I wouldn't say don't. I wouldn't say don't go on it. I mean, if you've got express passes, I think if if you do the hotel stay and you've got two days and you've got you've got unlimited express passes, I think you'll have enough time to go on it to mm-hmm. go on those ones. And I actually think Jimmy Fallon is okay. He's quite a good little ride. 
I wouldn't. It's, the, it, it's my favourite ride in the park. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't queue up for it so for much. more than like 20, <laughs> 20 minutes, right? So I, I'd, I'd use that as a as an indicator. You know, if I can get on it in less than twenty minutes, and I and I've got the time, and I've done the other things that I want to do, yeah, then why not? You know, and the but thing Fast is, and Furious would be the last of those three that I'd go on. No, Minions for me, like now they've taken a three D away. The, the whole point of the ride is completely redundant. It's, it's so stupid that they made that decision. But uh, they're both right. Like, if you've got fast passes, if you've got a limited express to be able to do all these things, you will, my, my guess at that time of year is that you'll get to a point where you will have done all the things you want to do. Um, and, you, and how I would do it, is I go on the rides that I obviously want to go on, you know, the priority ones, and if I want to go on them again, I'll go on them again. And then, <laughs> once I've done that, if I've still got time and I can do those attractions in five minutes, <laughs> then I'd, I'd go and do them. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Not those, but not, I'm not even saying those, necessarily, uh, those three necessarily, but just in general, like, use your express passes to do the things you want to do as many times as you want to do them. Mm-hmm. There will be some rides you'll probably go on, have a good time doing it, but won't feel the urge to have to go straight back on it or even go back on it the same trip. Um, but there will be rides that you, you're like, you'll get off and you'll be like, I need to do that again. Mm-hmm. But, just, but just remember, right? Sorry, Craig. Well, just remember, you got you got two days, right? You've got two parks, two full parks. Universal City Walk, because you're going to want to have a walk around there at least. And just staying in a deluxe resort with pools and restaurants and everything else in in two days, you got you got enough to do. Yeah, you're you know you, you're not gonna you're not gonna have a huge amount of excess excess time. And if you did have any excess time, I'd probably squeeze in Volcano Bay before I'd <laughs> I'd go like re-riding, you know, other other you know other rides that I wasn't really that bothered about. So I think I think you're gonna be full on for the two days. Well, I know Water Parks isn't high on the agenda for Kate anyway. No. Mm. Because we've already, she's already discussed it on Mickey Bothells. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've never done Volcano Bay, Kate. I've been there twice since it's opened and I've never done it. I'm not a massive Water Park fan myself. Um, and it's because I'm only there for the, the time that I am. That's why I haven't done it. So yeah. although I'm there for slightly longer, it's even harder for you. And, and you've got, you know, it, it's your first time and it's, the one thing I love about the Universal Parks, both of them, is the fact that, especially after you've been in the Disney bubble, is they I find them so much more laid back and easy to navigate um, than, yeah. than Disney. And this is the thing that, right, so you'll have your fast passes for Disney, right? And so say Magic Kingdom, for example, you're going to go Splash Mountain, Seven Dwarfs, Space Mountain. They'll all be three hours apart because of the way the fast pass system works. And you'll end up traipsing from one side of the park to the other and back again and back again because you're too scared to get in another queue in case you miss your fast pass. But I wouldn't but, do it like that, Craig. She's, but so, yeah. sometimes you just don't have that option. Sometimes that is the only option you're given. Sometimes, that's just, but but that's, that's only just if the way fast pass works. It is if you only it is if you only do each part once. But if you're staying on site in Disney, which I think you're doing, Kate, yeah. Yeah, I am. Yeah. So, so you don't you don't have to do it like that, right? You you can you can break up. You can park up, so you can do Magic Kingdom in the morning, 
hit a couple of rides, leave, go to Epcot, hit a couple of rides, go back to Magic Kingdom on a different day. You, you don't have to you don't have to run it like that and that and and I, I actually think Nick that because Kate is going to be spending less time in Universal, Universal is the one that she's going to feel pressurized on. No, she's not got, at all. Well, it's it's about the amount of time she's got in Disney World though. She's got far more time in Disney Universal, World. Universal, you step. She's got Express Pass. It's unlimited. She's going to Harry Potter. She's going to come out of Harry Potter. Turn left. Men in Black. Simpsons. They're all lined up. It's a big circle. You just walk around the circle. You've got the luxury of the Express Pass, which means you don't have to run around. You just go to the next ride. Mm-hmm. And if it's a ride you really, really love, you just go and do it again. I, but yeah, but you've still got she's still got four times the amount of time in in Disney. And what what I'm saying yeah, is don't you're don't treat spend, Disney. You're going like, to spend more time queuing up at Disney. Yeah, but it depends. It depends on your strategy, Nick, right? I, I see a lot of people staying on site in Disney and treating it like they're an off-site guest. That's absolutely the wrong way to play it. We've been there 15 times. We, we don't do it like that anymore. We did it the first time because you don't know any better. But but don't play it like that. Don't, don't treat each part like I've only got one day in that park, right? Get there early. And if you get there early... You'll knock out four or five big headliners. I mean, you can do Splash Mountain, Thunder Mountain, the Haunted Mansion in one early morning, just getting there, you know, the 30 minutes early that you get in there. Because because people just don't get up that early. Mm-hmm. And then and then when it gets busy, go go somewhere else, go somewhere quiet, go to like Epcot and chill out and enjoy food and wine, and then go to Disney Springs at night. You know what I mean? You, yeah, you it's can. It's a different strategy. You can, but at the same time, you're talking about, right, so I'm in Hollywood Studios. I've done like, I've blocked out four rides that I want to do, and now I'm going to go to Magic Kingdom. So now I've got to get myself to the transportation point. Then I've got to wait for a bus or monorail, depending on where I'm going, and then and then I can start doing it. Like Universal, you can just walk over to islands. Like it, it takes no, you know, it takes... We'll get to train. 10 minutes. All of this yet. advice is great, but I currently don't know what I can and can't do when I go yet because you currently can't park up until like 2 p.m. and there's also no fast passes. So you can. I think you'll be okay by January though. You, I think can, you can at Universal though. Yeah, they're unwinding that stuff so fast now. I, I can't believe we won't be back to normal park hopping by January. I think we'll be parked back to normal parks by September at this rate, the way yeah, it's so. being rolled back. Um, I think so. but what's the, next Kate what's next either just way universal thing, <laughs> just one other yeah, thing go on. if I was you right the amount of money you're talking about for hard rock and express passes and all that I would seriously invest the relatively small amount of dollars for uh, a touring plans subscription for the year if you haven't already got it it's like 10 bucks and the crowd calendars will give you a really good idea what's busy on what day and to me, before I bought my express passes, I'd have a look at that because I've never been in January, but we went to Universal the first time between Christmas and New Year. And the first time we went, we bought express passes and we only used them on one ride and we gave them away at four o'clock when we left the park and we'd done everything. Nope. So You can't do that now because there's room keys. No, I know. But that, was, that wasn't the unlimited. That was the one, you know, you got one go on each thing. Yeah, there was the, the limited pass. one. Yeah, but we gave them away. We only used them on Spider Man. I think that was it. 
So I'd check out the crowd calendar before I before I went down that route. I mean, I'd say I'd say again, I'd say, I'd say you're right to an extent, Steve. But again, I think Universal it's much easier to you know I could tell Kate now what the most popular attractions are going to be in January. Oh yeah, of course, yeah. You know, I don't. I think I think that is much more necessary, um, or, or sorry, much more useful for Disney. Um, more than Universal, just because you know the things kind of are what they are. You know, Velocicoaster will be busy in January. Uh, Hagrid's will be busy in January because they're both new attractions. Spider Man, yeah, if it's busy, but if it's a two out of ten day, right, you're you're going to spend a hell of a lot of money on Hard Rock and get express passes, and the most of the rides are going to be walk ons anyway. I, yeah, I agree, and that's but that's exactly why I said almost the opposite to Craig, which is that I don't personally think you need express at that time of year. But I fuck express. I'm talking about the whole experience. All right, uh, but okay, yeah, and and yes, you are talking about the fact that you can just l- literally rock up from the Hard Rock, um, and, and like a rock star. Access. Yeah. Um. So the thing is, Mister, if you if you and you know, Kate's already said that she was already thinking about shutting out for Express anyway, and mm. and and the thing is, Kate, and that is something that's quite important. Um. And Craig, you'll have to correct me if I'm wrong here because I've never done it but my understanding is if you pay for your express pass you only get one go on each attraction you can but you can buy the unlimited one for 99 dollars yeah. plus tax per person yeah and, and no, all i'm unlimited. saying okay all i'm saying is i'd spend the whatever it is nine ten bucks and find out how busy the parts are going to be before i shell that out and you get other things with that with that subscription. I mean, there's a huge amount of information in it. Then Tester does a tap it gives you, for you. It gives you waste <laughs> wait times and all of that. I mean, yeah. I know you I know I know Universal's got its own app, but the tour of plan ones I think is is pretty good. So and, and actually that's a good point, Kate. So there is a universal app that you can download. And that universal app, as well as having like the maps on and everything like that, it does tell you in real time what the queue times are for attractions. Okay. So if you was standing by Jimmy Fallon and thought, oh, I wonder how busy Marvel Island is at the moment. I want to go on Spider-Man. Before you like take yourself over there, you can go and see it's an hour and a half and go, oof. So long that. as the update, and that's why I think the Touring Plan 1 is actually more accurate. We've used both, and I think Touring Plan 1 is more accurate because it's, it's people in the queue who update it, whereas the, the officially oh, posted spicy. one... Mm. depends on the cast member updating it and they don't always and the problem is you don't know who these people are because they're all undercover tester with the moustache normally wearing a, a, a mac and a flat cap but not always Jim no, no, it's, just, it's, he's got Jim in a box it's, it's you, you, you when you enter the, the, the queue you've got the option of timing the queue Right. so you update the wait times live oh, and the, it's a seamless. surprising number of people that do it yeah, I, I've done it. That's the kind of thing I do. To be fair, yeah. I've done it. I, <laughs> I'd, I'd be like, mm, "Let's see how true this You've is." Sell the tour with us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, there's 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 all sorts of algorithms in it. So I think if they don't have enough people updating it, they they still calculate it based on based on trends and stuff like that. But it's pretty it's pretty accurate. So Kate, what other questions do you have? Um. So apart from rides, because. I think I know what rides I want to go on, so that's fine. But like, 
be we'll have to use our own hard-earned cash regardless in universal um is there anywhere you recommend for like best value-ish for money or this necessarily isn't good value for money but it's still great to like eat uh well uh, John John Self has sent us some articles. John Self, yeah, uh, from Touring Plans, which seems to be a, an unofficial sponsor of this podcast. Maybe we should ask <laughs> them to chuck us some few, a few quid as well, because yeah. you know, I don't want to give away all this free advertising when other people are actually sponsoring this properly. Um, but he sent us over some articles, which I will um, share links to um, in the show notes, and one of them is about a quick service dining plan. Now, me and Craig had breakfast where did the harry potter breakfast shop yeah i know but what was it what, was it, it wasn't is that what it's called it was, it wow. the how oh, in theme <laughs> basically by this point in proceedings jk rowling was just signing off anything she wasn't even checking what the it, was um, it's it? in the new it's in the is new it the leaky bit. cauldron leaky cauldron maybe yeah i think it's the leaky cauldron um yeah. and we went in there for breakfast and they said oh um, it, you, it will cost, it's going to be so much, I think it was like $15 or something like that for our cooked breakfast we had. Um, they said, or you can get a quick service dining plan uh, mm. for $10 more. Um, and you get a snack and a drink. Yeah, so basically you get um, a drink, a snack and another drink um, and they reckon it saves about 25%. And if you want to pay a bit more, if you want to pay thirty four ninety nine uh, plus tax, you get a Coke Freestyle cup. So Universal have Coke Freestyle, and are you aware of what Coke Freestyle is, Kate? Yes, I am. Okay. Thank I you. It's cool because not everyone. <laughs> I love Coke Freestyle, but it's not the most common thing. Uh, no, around. they don't have they don't have a lot of them here, but I have used them. Yeah, so uh, you can buy a Freestyle cup anyway. They're sixteen ninety nine. Um, and that gives you uh, unlimited refills for that day. Yeah, it doesn't um, have a chip in it. That's right. Well, yeah, and you can recharge it for uh, nine ninety nine. Okay. So you, you know, if you was there for two days, you know, six ninety nine would buy your cup, and then you could pay an additional nine ninety nine the next day to uh, to recharge that, so you could use it some more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you could just get one cup and get two straws. Oh, yeah. romantic. Yeah. You could you could do. I mean, I'm I'm not a fan of sharing, so I can't say. At breakfast um, you've got to just go to Voodoo Donuts. There's nowhere else to to go. Do you do a, a cracking cup of coffee and a donut or to die for? I actually had Voodoo Donuts on my list to ask if it was just a con or no. if I should actually go. <laughs> no, they're good. They for uh, what I will say is I think for the size of donut you get. I don't think the value is bad. I think the donuts were about somewhere between three and five dollars, depending on which one you got. You know, some of them are disgusting, like I've got bacon on top and stuff like I that. I had one just... of them. Oh no, I love donuts with bacon on them. No, so wrong. Boss. So so wrong. Sweet um, and salty. Nom, yeah, nom. but nom 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 indeed. I'm sure <laughs> I'm I'm surprised Craig didn't say anything else. Here. But um, but if I'm honest, the actual donuts themselves didn't rate very highly. Like I think value wise they're good. But looking out of his ass, Kate. In terms yeah, like of it's worth good. it. It's worth it for the gimmick. Like it's worth like it's yeah, worth it to go buy yeah, a donut and, and a coffee and be like, cool, yeah. great. And I and I wouldn't say I mean to be honest, I don't even think like Krispy Kreme's particularly good over there. Or um 
I, I think the best of the bunch is probably Duncan. And and then I don't think they're that great. I, I think American Donuts are seriously overrated. Mm-hmm. I, just in general. Voodoo is the best of a bad bunch, is what I'm saying. Um, oh, so okay. I think, okay. I think okay. for the gimmick and the fact that you you literally have to walk past it to get into the park yeah. if you're not staying at Hard Rock, then it's it's absolutely uh, essential and it, it's only a short walk from Hard Rock anyway. So um, it, it's worthwhile doing. I mean, there, there's a few places you can get breakfast. You know, there's Starbucks on the way in as well. Um, Cinnabon is still there. Maybe, yeah, I think it is. Yeah. So, well, it um, was the last time we were there. Yeah. I know, but I just done that side up, haven't I? I was wondering if it moved or not. But um, yeah, there's a few places. I mean, me and, as, as I said, me and Craig had the breakfast in um, the Leaky Cauldron and um, it was it was fine. You so know, American was, English breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, not, it doesn't have proper bacon or anything, it has, you know, American bacon. Um, and it, but it was fine, you know. It was it was it was nice enough. The food generally in Universal, I think, is quite good. Um, one place I would personally recommend is, um, I suppose I'd call it a food court. I don't think they call it a food court, but it's the uh, the area in Springfield next oh, to Moe's. Mm-hmm. and yeah, you've yeah, got yeah. where all... it's like a bunch of different ones. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. the thing is, you know, when you go somewhere like that, you can, you know, if you fancy one thing, like there's a fried chicken stop, um, and there's also a place where you can get salads and burgers, you know, you can basically choose whatever you want. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like, you know, you go into a restaurant and they've got what they've got and that's what they've got. You know, you can you can go to these very, you know, these different places and they've all got different, different options you can have. So that's quite fun. Um and also, there's a taco truck uh, just facing Moe's as well, which is the Bumblebee Man uh, taco truck. Um, disappointingly, they have no vegetarian options or didn't last time we were there. Um, but the time before that, when I was uh, still eating meat... Um, you had the meat great. behind the back of the truck with me, didn't you? Yes. I did have some meat in my mouth around the back of the truck with you. Um, and, you know, it, it's good value. Um, yeah. so it's, it's definitely worth it um, people recommend Richter Burger but I've never eaten in there yeah it's cracking it did have a Toppins bar back in the day I don't think it'll have a, a Covid bar now no. um, but you could get a cracking burger and fill it up where's the um, what's the Italian place it does the pizza fries oh yeah I've had pizza in there as well yeah you had the most overrated pizza fries. Yeah, yeah. I mean, pizza fries is normally a Halloween Horror Nights thing, so I don't think they've even got it on a menu right now. But um, you get pizzas and stuff like that, and that was that was quite nice. Um, the food generally, I, I think, in Universal is quite reasonable. Okay, cool. Yeah, and also as well, the other thing is, you know, I know we're kind of talking about breakfast, but just in general, like City Walk has got so many options. Um, yeah, that was my other thing. Is that there is there any? Like, we're obviously going to, like, walk through City Walk at some point. But yeah. anywhere that you would recommend seeing or going in City Walk? Bubba Gump's. We like to go to Bubba Gump's for the Corona Reasons. Yeah, but the food there is lovely. Food, We've food there. is good. Food is good. Yeah. I mean, it's it's very, you know, it's very typical of, like, a rainforest cafe or a hard rock. You know, it's that kind of food. 
hate Rainforest um, Cafe. Rainforest Cafe, you can get in the bin. <laughs> well, it's better than Rainforest <laughs> Cafe. Um, I'd recommend Antihitos if you like Mexican. It's really yeah. yeah, that's a lovely, lovely restaurant. Um, yeah. Cowfish is somewhere people either love or hate. Oh, oh I've, heard of, I've heard of that. Yeah. What's the pizza place there? Woodfire? Red something. Red. Yeah. But um, yeah, there's a, a pizza place there. Um, on what's the, way in what's as well. the the sandwich place? Uh, bread box. Bread box, fantastic. Yeah, if you like want sandwiches and paninis, there's um, the hot dog hall of fame. Yeah, hall of fame. Yeah. Um, if, you, if you like ice cream, Kate, that's cold stone creamery. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of good options around there, and I mean, you know, if you want, hey, got so I need, might spend the whole second day just eating. <laughs> You've got the two- Why not? I've I've never been saved at Toothsums. It's always been queuing up out the door to get in yeah. there. Oh yeah, I forgot about Toothsum. Yeah, I think the desserts. But Heather, she went there. She said the desserts were really good. I don't think she was that crazy about. See, they're mm. definitely one of those places that I know have those stupid American size portions, so there's no way we could yeah. both order something. That is pretty like, much it would be ridiculous. To be, to be yeah, we were actually we're actually thinking about that when we're thinking about how much we're going to spend on food. We're like, there's no way we can both order portions everywhere we go because we're not going to finish them. I'll, so, oh, and also, I'd recommend the NBC Sports Bar and Grill. Um, oh yeah, it's got some. It's got a, like a nice restaurant downstairs. It's got a great bar upstairs. So many different beers from around the world and, and other drinks. Yeah, um, and get some like good table food and stuff. Um, in terms of eating, and I mean again, everyone's different. But what we would find is that we would normally have breakfast and dinner, or maybe lunch and dinner. Right. Okay. And, and, yeah, I and have like snacks because three meals a day for for us was too much mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um just because of the portion sizes like you like you say like you you but never you, you, you can't order off the children's menu no one forbids you <laughs> we, never, <laughs> okay, we never did that um but yeah so that that's something else to consider Kate, as well is that you'll pr- and the thing is by the time you get to universal you'll know what you yeah we'll have been there probably about a week at that stage yeah so we'll have gotten to grips with what a portion size is yeah so you and- know do I do we are we going to go and get and the thing is what you might end up doing is like getting a donut for breakfast because it's not you know it's kind of half half a breakfast yeah um so you have that go for like a lunch um and then maybe have something a bit lighter in the evening you know yeah I think we're both like we're both pretty happy with like pizzas and stuff for dinner because we yeah. can order like one pizza and <laughs> both eat that <laughs> yeah, exactly so you'll, you'll you'll soon figure out uh what to do but yeah, Universal has has some some great food options. I mean, last time I was there, um, Burger, there's a Burger King Whopper bar. Mm-hmm. Now yeah. it's very much false advertising because when <laughs> this first opened, they said like this is the world's first Whopper bar, and it was supposed to be, you know, you can basically build your own Whopper. Right. So you can just go in there, and you know they will make it how you want it to be made. When you actually go there, it's a Burger King, and yes, you yeah. can customize your Whopper. But it looks like a Burger King. But America is the home of the burger. I don't know why you go to Burger King burger or King. McDonald's. The Just reason, don't. The reason why... <gasps> you say because... that, though. I'm so excited to go to American McDonald's. You have no well, idea. <laughs> so the reason why I was going to American Burger King was because they'd just launched the Impossible Whopper. Oh. And so I was, like, really eager to try it. And it was so good and so cheap that I went there twice. 
Um, but that in general, Mr. D is right. Now, I know this isn't universal related, but I did hear you talk about Taco Bell. Such a sucker for American things. So, I know they're basically a third world country at this stage, but I still have them so idolized in my head for no, like so the <laughs> American first time, things. The first time we went, there was two places I had to go to. One was Wendy's because we used oh, to have them in England when I was a kid and I loved them and I missed them. Coming the back. second one was, it's already open. One's already yeah. open in Reading. Um, one coming here. Oh, yeah, we've got one. I've got one in, uh, not far from me open up as well. I'm quite excited. Um, but the second one was Taco Bell because Taco Bell was something I always heard about in films but never got to experience again. We'd had them in England, but by the time I was old enough to go, they'd all like there's like down. one in London, I think. Um, there's there's probably about 30 in the UK now. Jesus, we've that's got a, way more yeah. than I thought. Yeah, yeah, we've got only, one in Liverpool. There's only one or two in in London. Who um, needs who needs Taco Bell when you've got K Tams? And right? I've literally K Tams. <laughs> I've literally got a Taco Bell within two? 15 minute walk. Oh. I can walk to my Taco Bell, um, but um, so I w- I would recommend those. Okay, I think you I think you do have to go and experience them if you like fried chicken. Yes. Do not go to KFC. KFC in America, for some reason, absolutely sucks. I've had it about three or four times on different trips in different parts of America, and it's always been awful. However, uh, Popeye's chicken is the absolute shit. So get (laughs) on that. That uh, That right now is the only thing I think that would stop me being vegetarian. Wow. Or chicken guy. Chicken guy Disney Springs. Oh, is that the Guy Fieri one? Yeah. yeah. yeah that one good. intrigues me just for the fact that it's Guy Fieri. And I used to watch Diners Driving and Dives all the time. Yeah. Would you trust a man that dresses like that to cook you chicken? That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I've, I've yeah. never had a bad KFC in America. My KFC story is Adam <laughs> Kerry's cousin when we took him in 2001. Can we have KFC? Okay. Can we have the family bucket? 18 pieces. No, Adam, you've had not an all holiday. You're not having an 80. No, I will. I'll eat the chicken. You won't eat the chicken, Adam. No, I will. Okay, can I have an 18 piece family bucket, please? 15 pieces of chicken I have to eat. <laughs> have to. Have to eat. Craig, Craig says it like this was like a really, really traumatic time for him. This is like the, the highlight of a holiday. He's such a liar. I had to have barbecue beans and cold mash for me breakfast the next day. I'm sorry, that sounds like a delight. I was lush, to be fair. Cold <laughs> beans I'll, and mash. Oh yeah. I will say, Kate, if I'm if I'm truly honest, and it's not because I can't eat McDonald's fries in America because they're cooked in beef fat. Oh, yeah. But um I really found McDonald's American McDonald's to be quite disappointing. Like well, see, I don't mind if it's disappointing. That's my kind of thing. Like, yeah. Even if I get to Taco Bell and it's crap, that's yeah. fine. Because yeah. now I know. Ex- yeah, yeah. <laughs> and knowing knowing is half the battle. Yeah, yeah. but there's there's so much so much. I mean, there's so many better places though. You know, and they still like fast food ones. But like Chicken Guy or what was the other one you mentioned, Nick? I mean, they're fast food, but they're you can't get them here. Find something that you can't get here. You can get yeah. McDonald's here. You can get Burger King here. You can get KFC here. Yeah, Popeyes. Popeyes, 
uh, more yeah, but you can't get American McDonald's. You can't get yeah, American. Yeah, but the whole thing about McDonald's is it's the same everywhere. I know, I know there are slight differences, but it's oh no, because we googled the everywhere. chicken nuggets to see if they still do chicken nuggets the old way. They do, but yeah. no. So it's one hundred percent chicken. But in Ire- in Ireland, it's one hundred percent chicken breast. Yeah. But in America, it just says one hundred percent chicken, and I'm like, interesting. One hundred percent chicken meat. Yeah, oh, like beaks, beaks and claws. I mean, Kate, I I was in that's where all Vegas. the flavor is. I, I was in Vegas and I went to we was driving out early somewhere and we stopped at McDonald's to get breakfast and I had a steak McGriddle <laughs> because I didn't want to have like um, a sausage egg McMuffin, I wanted something different. And this thing was like essentially a beef burger like i called it a steak mcgriddle it wasn't it was basically beef and it was in this kind of waffle bread thing with syrup it was the most disgusting thing i've ever eaten i couldn't eat i I couldn't eat it some of the stuff i'm like that looks awful i have to try it (laughs) yeah yeah uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm with Mr. D. I'd, I, I, you've got to, you, you probably got to go to McDonald's once, but just, just go there once in, in, in your, in your you do trip. Pizza, do you do pizza at McDonald's. Go, it's amazing. I don't think they do anymore. That seems to you be do. kind of. Adam, the thing is, you've Adam got, you've got, got one the other day. You've got a limited number of days and a limited number of meals on this. I mean, when it comes to food, you're gonna be overwhelmed, right? Between Disney and Universal, and just. Even just around I drive near near Disney, it's just so many places to go. Um, and also, so try, Kate, and, try and try and make it count. And one other thing, Kate, I am much more of a target man than I'm a Walmart man. Oh, interesting. If you mm-hmm. like okay. to, if you like to people watch, um, then Walmart is much better because the clientele normally is more. Uh, I cry when freakish. I walk into Walmart. <laughs> but. Target seems to be better. When I, I smell that air conditioning, I weep. <laughs> you know, that it, is, it, it has quite a stench. Um, the last time we went to Walmart was, what, four in the morning, five in the morning, Craig? Yeah. It was very bizarre going at that time of day, Kate, because... See, I'm kind of like, do I just have to go once for the experience? Yeah. Um, you'll probably end up going back because... If you need that once-in-a-lifetime teaser... You go to Walmart. <laughs> we, normally, normally I'll be buying, you know, depending on how much luggage room I've got, it's like, what weird Oreos can I bring back? Oh, or what yeah. weird candy can I bring back? Like that M&Ms candy. are yeah. on the top of the list for yeah. obvious reasons. Yeah. Because peanut butter M&Ms are the best things in the goddamn world. Yeah, and they'd never fucking make them here. It's See, I don't... There's, there's too, much, go, go there's too much E-numbers in them. I don't agree. I think... Uh, there's you much can get them in home and bag, and I think I'll send you some. You can get, you oh, can get much. Do. You can get much. The, do, the best ones I had were coconut last time. Uh, no, they're <laughs> disgusting. No, get off, get off. Um, <laughs> going back to Universal. Any other, <laughs> any other questions? We talked yeah, about I, Target I, and Popeyes I, and Guy Fieri, but <laughs> Universal. I think I kind of have a one finalish question because I know we've been going on for quite a while. Is like. I know, like I don't know. Out of the three, the three of you, is there like one ride that you'd say you, you can't leave without going on it? Spider Man. Spider Man. Really? Spider Man. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, It's just. I don't want to ruin it for you. you you'll it's know no, it anyway. It's not like the Mummy. Yeah, exactly. Or Kong. 
Yeah, you've, <laughs> you've literally ruined all of those rides. Spider-Man is now, uh, or by the time you get out, will be twenty, almost 22 years old, right? Mm-hmm. And it still is highly regarded as one of the, if not greatest rides in theme parks, even, even now. And that, you know, I, I don't know what else you can say about a ride that even after all of this time is still at the top of so many lists and still wins awards. And, you know, it is literally amazing. Um, so yes, that is, that is definitely one you have to do. It's hard for us to talk about, um, obviously the latest rides because we've not been able to go on them. Well, actually, Missy, yeah, you've been, I mean, you've been like, on Hagrid's, Velocico- I think a Velocicoaster yeah. stuff is, is like high on our list. Yeah, Hagrid's is amazing. Hagrid's is really, really good as well. But if you said one, to me, the iconic ride yeah. of Universal Orlando is Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. I, w- I would completely agree. Um, yeah, I, I mean, you know, if I think I, I'd have to be a bit broader than that, but I would say The Mummy, I would say Spider-Man. Um, Even Transformers? No. Yeah. I would say, yeah. I'd say with, you know, from the looks of it, Velocicoaster obviously looks, looks incredible. Oh, it just looks like phenomenal. Yeah. And I mean, the thing is, I've done uh, The Hulk and I've done Rip Ride Rocket. Um, oh, yeah. Rip Ride Rocket. Should I go on it or will I die? Oh, you will you die. die. Okay, I survived it. You'll <laughs> love you it. You won't die. You're if a you psychopath. You'll love it. Go on it. Yeah, I, I mean, it, I I went on it for the first time last time, Kate, and I can't see myself going back on it unless I go with somebody who wants to go back on it. Right. Okay. Um, but I think you need to experience it. And if you can experience it in the day and at night, you know that's not that's not true for many Universal rides. It's true for some well, Disney rides. And we can talk about that another time if you want. But in Universal, there's not that many that are different at night, but Rip Ride Rocket's one of them. Yeah. And I, okay, you love a you love a beefy thrill ride, so definitely oh, yeah. love it. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't beefy think... thr- is that a thrill ride where they throw beef at you? <laughs> Basically, yeah. Oh, I was right. It's Burger I don't King think... the roller coaster. <laughs> I don't think I don't think uh it'll be open that late. Yeah, uh, with MSD, unfortunately. That you know, I think again we're lucky because we're normally there for Halloween horror nights. The park is open, those rides are open still, so yeah. we can see those at Maybe. night. Maybe, but, but it'll yeah. get dark early as well in January, so That's, you might you might sneak in. Yeah, do true. one of those be really one of those annoying guests and be like, "Oh, you're still open. I'm going to walk in the queue." Bye. <laughs> 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 oh no, are you closed? I'm in the queue. I have to get on. So they'll soon turf you out. They turf me out. Um, but yeah, you know, without a shadow, you know, if you've done Spider-Man, it, the trip's a success. Everything Great. after Spider-Man, everything <laughs> after Spider-Man will be uh, a massive bonus, except okay. for the three rides you've already highlighted. Um, <laughs> but yes, yeah, Sp- Spider-Man is is uh, a, a must-do. So absolutely. Um, I mean, a lot of that. people would say ET from a nostalgia point of view. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, it's definitely worth it. At least the first half of it's worth it. I'll just get and then off. you get to then you get to planet psychedelic and it all kind of goes downhill but and the thing is like we you know we obviously talked about you know the horror makeup show earlier yeah. yes it's a show and it is going to take up you know a half, half hour out of your day there but it's uh, it's always been enjoyable like i've i've seen it every trip which is very rare for a show because although the show itself doesn't change because 
the the people hosting it are different and even if you see the same two people again they'll be doing a different act that day than they did the day before Mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they just riff on each other all the time so you'll never see the same show twice it'll be the same format oh, no. and the I... same structure but it will be different so um, I do enjoy a good show and i am yeah. also very aware that i will need to sit down <laughs> yeah and also and again it, it's it's opened up obviously during the pandemic so we've not had a chance to experience it but the um the born stuntacular which replaced terminator 2 oh, yeah. uh, looks amazing mm-hmm. so you know that's that's another show to see and i think when you're there and um you're looking at like okay what do i want to do now those big hitters first go to potter you know go and go and do all the things you want to do there go and uh, do spider-man you know i recommend jurassic park river adventure as well is really good um you know do do those things that you want to do you know as great as the shows are and you want to see them for me i want to do the attractions first Mm-hmm. and yeah, then yeah. if i've got the time and the thing is when when we're there for the weekend i know i'm there for three or four days so therefore i can go and see a show because i know i've got enough time to do the other things that i want to do mm-hmm. but you've got two so i would i know it's going to be controversial but i would say if you've got the time do them but make everything else a priority mm-hmm. there is also the chance i'm going to get there and be like where's the wind taking me <laughs> Well, that, that, yeah which could happen could also happen yeah the last thing i'd, I'd say to consider is i've just sent you the, the link is the my universal photos uh, where you oh, get, that's what that was i was afraid to open it yeah <laughs> <laughs> um 69 plus tax for one day package and that gets you ride photographs unlimited ride photographs unlimited character photographs for the meet and greets so you, you can sort of leave your, there is a, quite a few meet and greets dotted around Universal. Mm-hmm. It's a bit more relaxed. They just tend to be walking around and stuff. Um, but they've got the cameras with them. Um, we've used it and we got hundreds of photographs. You get an app with it. You download the app and all the photographs drop onto the app and then you can put them onto your device or upload them into the cloud. Uh, it's $89 for three days. I know you're only going for two. But that, you know, maybe that extra $20, it just, you've got to be going on boss rides, getting boss photographs, having a boss laugh. It'd be boss. I love how Craig wants me to have the most bougie experience in uh, Universal ever. (laughs) There There is actually one thing which we haven't talked about, and that is tickets. So... Oh, yeah. So I've tried to buy just tickets, but I can't buy for January yet. It doesn't let me. Yeah, you probably can't they're probably not uh, on sale yet they don't always sell them as far in advance that, as that but no well I'm, they do but is that because of the covid malarkey is that why stuff's being limited on the sale no i think it, I've, I've tried to buy tickets before and i've not been able to buy them and this was pre-pandemic and i wasn't able to buy them until near the time now admittedly that was halloween horror night tickets but it was trying to buy part tickets as well but what i would say to you kate is have a look because um, I normally get my tickets from um, Attraction Tickets Direct, I think. In the UK. American Attractions? Uh, there's, a, there's a few places that do, that do theme park tickets. Now, when you're in the UK, Kate, and you're trying to buy theme park tickets, you're only ever able to buy nor- on normally like a week to two weeks worth of tickets. But mm-hmm. 
when I bought my Universal tickets to buy the two-week ticket, it was actually very slightly cheaper than buying two days, two parks at Universal. I did have a look at this earlier, Nick, and that doesn't seem to be true anymore. I was quite shocked by the difference in prices, really. Um, For 2022, um, I don't have it up. My iPad's died, but I think it for a two-park, two-day ticket, I think it was $139. That is cheap. Yeah, and that's for 2022. And the ticket that you're talking about which gets you 14 days access was 288 quid 288 pounds i mean that's gone up because i only paid yeah. about 210 last time yeah and you're quite right because we did exactly the same thing we looked at a, i think it was a two or a three day us ticket and it was actually i bought the same price or maybe even slightly cheaper to buy the uk 14 day ticket and, we, and you don't need to use it as 14... I'm oh, sorry, yeah. You can, you, you can start at any time, and then you've got 14 consecutive days yeah. from then on to use it. So what I would do... I'd have a but look. it does seem to have changed. Yeah, yeah. I would I would double-check on that, Kate. And also the other thing as well, when you buy tickets on the American sites, just in general, is that they're always without tax. When yeah, you get to check yeah. out, they, they add the tax on for you. So, Stupid you America. Know, yeah, exactly. I, I, never, I never get it. And one thing that so annoys me, and you'll, you'll love this... <laughs> is every time you buy something at Disney or Universal, it will say one price on the label and another price when you get to the till because the tax is added on at the till. Just tell That's me ridiculous. what the price is. Just tell me what well, the price 6% is. Well, 6% and not the floor, I don't think. Yeah, but the point is, if I see a jumper and it says it's fifty nine ninety nine, yeah. I expect to pay fifty nine ninety nine, not 63. 63. <laughs> <laughs> $27. Um, so, yeah, so you'll get used to that. So, yeah, have a look around. Sometimes these places do do discounts as well. Like I know August used to be a big time for them to do tickets for like the next year and start offering them at, you know, slightly reduced prices. So have a look when they become available. Look at what Universal do in direct. Look at what you can get in the UK. Um, if it's cheaper to buy two-day two-park from Universal Direct, do that. Um, but in my experience, it had been cheaper to buy the 14 days. Um, so, yeah. Don't don't just go for the first thing you see. Have a look oh, around. Yeah, no. um, mm-hmm. I, you know, because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Like if you, if if it was cheaper for you to buy a fourteen day ticket, doesn't sound like it will be. But just if it was, doesn't oh, matter. Shit. Sorry, no, I made a mistake. I made a mistake. This, they're very very sneaky. Actually, what they do is they show you it per day. Uh... Right, it's a two park two day ticket. But it comes up adult price from 136.50, but it's per day. Um, so so it's 200 and it's from $273 for a two part, two day ticket. And like I said, the one from attractionticketstore.com was £288. So it is more expensive, but it's not that much more expensive. And you're getting 14 days. And I mean, the and thing it, is, if you did that instead... We wouldn't need to know exactly what day we're going. Not only would you not know what need to know what day you're going, but if you decide, actually, we don't want to go back to Epcot this day, we might just go back over to Universal in an mm. Uber. Mm. Or if there's something you didn't get done that you absolutely wanted to do, you've got yep. an option to go back. Yeah. Wow, guys, you really opened my eyes. Yeah. 
Are you at a three or four? Oh, I'd say on a five for this stage. Definitely a seven. <laughs> seven. We haven't even talked about all the different butter beers. Oh, I hate. I had butter beer in the Harry Potter. What's that thing in London? Did the, you put um, my ski in it? Studio uh, tour. No, but it was rank. The studio tour. It is. It is slightly different. But yeah, it's shit over there. Because I don't, I don't like like cream soda and that crap. So it's, yeah. water. it's basically that with cream on top. Ugh, don't get the pumpkin juice. The pumpkin juice is horrific. Yeah, shite. Yeah. I'll just be buying a wand and I'll be out there flicking on all the windows. Buy um buy a chocolate frog. They're quite fun. Um, yeah, the hot butter beer is much nicer than the oh, delicious ones. Yeah, yeah. but put a whiskey in it. You can do that as well. Shot of fireball. Interesting. Oh, yep. You cannot. You can add that on as a, an additional. Um, but yeah, I think I think we covered the most part anyway. But you know, if you do have any other questions, you know, far away, come I'll back email, on yeah. whatever you want to do. Yeah, just come on again. Just come on <laughs> yeah. again. I've loved it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's been good. And, and I, I actually think. Um, we're going to do an episode soon because I was talking to a Patreon member the other day and uh, we're going to do an episode about a kind of um, universe on a budget. And I mean, we have covered some of those things on here tonight, I suppose, in one way or another, but like a real kind of, I want to go to Universal, but I don't, you know, I don't have a lot of money. Can I do it? The answer is yes, it's how you do it. So we can all come together with... um, some ideas of, um, you know, having a cost-effective trip, really, and getting the most bang for your buck. That would also be great banks. because all of these, all of these suggestions from Craig are great, but the truth of the reality is we don't know how much money we're going to have. Yep. It all depends on how well we save between now and the end of the year. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> so we may end up, we may end up having a bougie time, or we may end up having a we're gonna have fun for for fun's sake. <laughs> If you want any help with the Disney bit, just shout as well, Kate. Thanks, guys. Um, right, I, I think that's it for this episode. So, uh, Kate, thank you so much for coming on. Um, thank you guys for explaining to me how I get from a hotel to a hotel. You are you know more Without than that, welcome. That was Without mainly that, I Nick. Been so lost. That was that was <laughs> mainly Nick, to be honest. Don't don't, don't start throwing it over this fence, mate. <laughs> You were just as Cause bad. It's because he eats avocado. Yeah. Yeah. Pure, purely because of that. No, but um, seriously, th- thanks a lot for everything. It's been very, very helpful. No. And if you want to hear more of Kate getting excited about her upcoming trip, then of course, <laughs> listen to her and Sinead over at Mickey Waffles. If you're not listening already, why not? Go and listen. Um, so thank you, Kate. Thank you, Sinead. Thank you, Mr. D. And thank you, Craig. Uh, we will see you next month with another episode and the final of what's going to win the best universal attraction. Spoiler alert, it's going to be the mummy. Right, (laughs) we will... (laughs) Not fixing the phone, I'm just saying what everyone's thinking, all right? Uh, We will see you next month. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network. 